tuning in. Thank you for being observed and both deserved. We are almost live on air with the prodigious, the prominent professor at Proclamation News and Gavins. Thank you for being both preserved and observed. You are part of the Aristoxy social league, come in flux with a show and flux with a flow. We've got so much to talk about today. Um, it is, some of it is quite a, it's quite rational. Someone sticking up for uh, Boris Johnson, which I don't blame them. Why wouldn't you stick up for the Prime Minister? Whoever's Prime Minister, you'd stick up for the Prime Minister, wouldn't you? Rather than try and bring him down. Prime Minister's giving ideas from a thousand other ministers. It's not solely his decision on anything in politics. Just remember that. I like Boris Johnson as a person. He's quite witty. What he actually says and how he... Um, He's PMQs, he's a witty man, that's all, that's all you got to remember about Boris Johnson. Obviously, Conservative are a team together. There's a lot of allegations, there's meeting in May. There's no evidence of that picture being in May, apart from text in, in, in propaganda, which people solely just read what's in front of their nose and don't think past the uh, dictation, dictator. Never think past the dictator, that's where you don't get critical thinkers. Critical thinkers become irrational. And it's annoying, it happens in everyday practice, uh, court scenarios, they, they believe the words that come out of the horse's mouth, and the horse is not a reliable source. Anyway, PSS alarms, very etiquette and pragmatic works carried out. All areas covered including central station modified, all work done according to insurance requirements, please get a pen and paper ready. This is a friend of mine's company, he's carried out works in Harry Kane's stepmother's house in Hertfordshire, Potts Bar. Carries out etiquette works in Essex, such as Casabar Restaurant and many more big businesses. Installation and maintenance of true alarms, fire alarms, CCTV. All work guaranteed and certified to SSARB standards. 24-hour call-out service can provide CCTV for pubs, clubs, restaurants or new business. Mention Professor Johnson for next discount. The first five numbers as follows. 07908. 07908. 07908 216142 216142 and again 07908 216142 Before we enter the UK roads I just want to give you a bit of an insight what we're what we're going to be up against Nadine Doris ousted from Conservative WhatsApp group for praising the Prime Minister that's for sad news. Then we've got COVID-19, number 10s, garden photos, shows the work meeting. You must think, what's a conservative <laughs> journalist talking about conservatives in such a manner? I'll tell you why for a minute, in a minute. Liz Truss replaces Lord Frost in post-Brexit talks. She replaces uh, Lord Frost. He ousted himself because of uh, he wasn't happy after the Brexit talks, the way it went. He's asked himself, he's left, he resigned, told Boris. Liz Truss is an absolute phenomenal speaker for Conservative Party. I can listen to her all day. I've seen her inside the committee meeting myself. I don't know if any of you guys go to the committee meetings. I actually listen to her and I tell you what, she needs to do all her books. Such a phenomenal, wondrous speaker. She's a, a dear lady, dear lady, elegant lady, very elegant lady. Such an honour to have within the Conservative Club. She's an humble lady, absolutely. 
Harbage crash. Dora and mum tragically killed in A120. Crash on the way to work. Um, hopefully, I'm going to give you Boris Johnson also talking live this shortly. Anyway, before we move on to the UK roads, think safety, think first. Do not enter the vehicle under sleep deprivation, under the influence of alcohol or narcotics. Make sure your car has got tax, insured, MOT, and you need a driving license. Simple, simple, uh, simple things, isn't it? Simple stuff, but people do get on the road, blue or not, behind the wheel, under the influence, or even no license, or under the influence and no license, even worse. But um, I need to, I need to address this situation that happen every day in front of my nose. Um, check for further police road, uh, further police actions. Road safety signs. Check for road workers driving vigilant around road workers. Just you know, have an act of a mannerism that might be leering behind the Harris fence. So you need to drive slowly. Keep your eyes peeled. Check your centre mirror, wing mirror for turning, acting safe, sufficient direction choice. Make sure motorcyclists and Motorists not overtaking. Make sure you and passengers on board have seatbelts and babies have adapters adjacent to the car seat. Here we go. In, in South End today, A127, queuing traffic on Prince Avenue eastbound at Watcher Road. The Bell traffic lights in the construction at 12.23 pm, first reported. Chelmsford, <coughs> A114, Essex, Yermanary Way at a1060 Park, Army and Navy usual delays approaching around about 10.34 a.m. First reported. That is in Chelmsford. Accident, queue and traffic detour and operation. This is north east of London. Road blocked and queue and traffic due to accident High Street at the Green Cambridge Park detour and operation for buses 61, 101, 308, W13 and W14. Reported at 12 half hour ago. A2 accident involving traffic code well exit ramp partially blocked due to accident two vehicles involving A2 eastbound at M25 junction 2 down interchange traffic is coping well at 5 past 11. West London up to the time slow traffic on the M25 clockwise between junction 10 and A3 Wisley Interchange and Junction 11, A320, St. Peter's Way, Chertisley, 12.01pm, first reported. Thank you all for tuning in, I really am overwhelmed that you guys tune in, listening. A509, queuing traffic on A509, High Street South, both ways at Swan End in the construction area. Tempe traffic lights for water main work, 20th December, 11.57am. M first reported. I'll tell you what, we've been going some years now on Castbox. Absolutely going for some years. We're going to see what's going inside with um, Boris Johnson's latest with the COVID bearing rising day in, day out. Just waiting for it to load, so bear with me, ladies and gents. Let's see if he is actually speaking live or is it just live news. If it is live news, I'll, tell, I'll give you the necessary updates. Um, and to me, it looks like it's just live news. It's not even actually speaking. Latest update at the emergency cabinet meeting reportedly called to decide on restrictions. Sherke Starmer has said Labour is ready to support further public health measures. 
An emergency cabinet meeting has reportedly been called for 2pm today and it reports Prime Minister is considering introducing new restrictions on socialising indoors. Boris Johnson has been under increasing pressure to bring tougher anti-COVID measures in the wake of the Omicron variant fueling and rising infection rates in the UK. And the Sun's political editor, Harry Coles, has said a cabinet meeting will be held at 2pm this afternoon. Ministers not yet shown any newspaper, any papers, which is sure fire sign of an unexpected rubber stamping in the last few years by anything to go by, added Mr Cole. Meanwhile, Sir Keir Starmer has said is ready to support further public health measures to curb spread of Omicron variant if they are required. We'll bring you the latest updates and news as the situation develops throughout the day. I love getting brand new updated news such as this. Um, public must be aware of warnings over COVID and active privately. Down the street said it is for public to be aware of warnings over COVID and active privately based on individual circumstances. Asked about Secretary Sajid Javid concerns over hugging his mother at Christmas. The Prime Minister official spokesman said we've communicated, communicated uh, clearly to the public we're in a position of high prevalence of COVID, particularly this variant. The public should be aware of that and need to act appropriately based on individual circumstances. We've encouraged anyone looking to meet up with people, particularly indoor settings, to get tested in advance, to take head on ventilation, to open a window and do things like a good and respiratory hygiene. The Prime Minister's official spokeswoman has said it is the job of, of ministers or at least one of their roles to scrutinise evidence provided by officials on whether any other ministerial resignation threats have been made if further restrictions are implemented, he said. I'm not aware of that. I have seen the speculation. We'll take ne uh, any necessary steps in the interest of protecting lives and livelihoods on whether Boris Johnson is more favour of guidance rather than restrictions. Prime Minister's official spokesman said, we will take necessary steps in the interest of protecting lives and livelihoods, he added. You've seen, we've in the past introduced some things in guidance in the past and some things in regulation. We've got the position as set out through Plan B and we're keeping that under review. Cabinet Office Minister Steve Bartley chaired Sunday's COVID meeting with a spokesman saying it was focused on the devolved administrations. Only why Mr Johnson and Mrs Shinak did not attend. The spokesman said in his reply, the Prime Minister chaired meetings on crime virus more broadly over the weekend, as you'd expect. Asked if there were plans to reduce the isolation from the past 10 days to 7, the Prime Minister's official spokesman said, we will all keep anything like that on isolation period under review on the latest clinical advice and we would update if that were to change. I think this is a bit of a. You can get you can get sort of get a glimpse of who these uh, journalists are if they're for or against. So that, you know when I'm reading the text out, it sounds kind of negative. You know what side of the fence the journalist is usually sitting on, as you will see in the coming me um, messages that I'm reading out. The Dean Doris asked asked it from Conservative WhatsApp group for praising the Prime Minister. The hero is the Prime Minister who delivered Brexit. I'm aware, as someone said today, they. We decided it is the DNA of Conservative Party. 
by the bid of loyalty to the person who won an 84-3 majority and delivered Brexit wouldn't go amiss. Absolutely. Nadine Doris is absolutely correct. Steve Baker removed Nadine Doris. Enough is enough. About time. Thanks, Steve. So Nadine Do uh, Doris is doing the good thing and she gets, she gets ousted out of the WhatsApp group. Culture Secretary Nadine Doris has been kicked out of the Conservative WhatsApp group after urging the MP to show the Prime Minister a bit of loyalty. Message shot around the clean global Brexit group made up of over 100 Tory MPs following the resignation of, of Brexit Minister Lord Frost on Saturday. After claims his exit was a disaster and a hammer blow for Boris Johnson, Miss Doris called the PM a hero. He is. But the former minister, Steve Baker, removed her, saying enough is enough. The Prime Minister is facing growing criticism from a section of his backbenches, especially over the introduction of further COVID measures to tackle the Omicron variant. He faced the biggest rebellion of his premiership on Tuesday when hundreds of his own MPs voted down Plan B restriction for England, including the introduction of COVID passports for certain venues. But... The measures pass after Labour decided to vote in favour of the plan. Well done. Since then, the UK have reported days of a court break in case numbers, with Saturday coming at 90,418. And despite upset from his own party, Health Secretary Sarge Jove refused to rule out further COVID restrictions, telling the BBC's Andrew Barr programme there were no guarantees in this pandemic. On Saturday night, the resignation of Lord Frost who had planned to leave in January, was leaked to the mail on Sunday, speeding up his departure from the government. In a letter to the PM, he highlighted his concerns about the coming direction of travel in number 10 and warned Mr Johnson not to be tempted by the kind of coercive measures we've seen elsewhere to tackle coronavirus. It's just a new, newborn baby. Why is his own party trying to go against him? Even Labour. sound like Labour Party even trying to back his uh, minister, his plan B. So why are his own team putting him down? But Miss Doris, who was prompted to be cabinet in the last reshuffle, responded by saying the hero is the Prime Minister who delivered Brexit. She added, I'm aware, as some said today, and we decide it's the DNA of the Conservative Party, but a bit of loyalty to the person who won 83 seat majority and delivered Brexit wouldn't go amiss. Her colleague, Connor Burns, said... She was absolutely right, adding memories seemed to be very short, but before his post had even come through, Mr Baker removed Miss Doris from the group, with another MP thanking him for the move. He said there were two critical reasons for Mr Johnson's large win in the December 2019 election, his Brexit bill being rejected by Parliament, and in fact, someone ahem, but not him, persuaded Nigel Farage, not to run against incumbents. But Mr Baker urged other members not to argue, posting, we have troubles enough in our immediate future. Horrific, isn't it? Do you think it's horrific, guys? Absolutely horrific. His own party trying to write him off. That is not good. But it's nice to see in Labour's defence that they're backing his plan B, which is nice, isn't it? Poor, poor fella, she's had a newborn, newborn child, and they're giving all the stick. 
that he doesn't need. But he doesn't need to be asked to do that at the party because that's his livelihood. That's his bread and butter. That's his, you know, he's the man. In it. He's the man in no. He's the one. With, he's one with the most wisdom in the party. He's been part of the politics for 38 years. He's a journalist 38 years ago. I need to give the guy a benefit of the doubt. Wisdom. Hi, the British no. Business Bank is here. As the UK's Business Development Bank, we help lenders offer you more finance and funding choices. So whatever your next step, we're here to help you discover the finance options available to get you started on your recovery journey. Find out how to get back on track today. Search British Business Bank Finance Hub. Hello, I'm Joe Brand. As a crisis supporter, I've learned that Christmas is one of the hardest times to be homeless. And the last couple of years have been tough for everyone. This Christmas, you can give someone who's homeless the support they need. Crisis is providing food, advice and a place to stay, plus helping people find somewhere to call home. Please donate £29.06 today. Search Crisis at Christmas. Help someone take their first steps out of homelessness. Thank you. Let's drift to a moment of peace. Finding a place that you have all to yourself, where all the worries from the day gently wash away. At Benson's for Beds, we've been known for bringing you this feeling for over 70 years. Stitching a sense of calm into every sleep with the best of British craftsmanship. This feeling is closer than you think. It's just a good night's sleep away. Wake up in a good place. Search Benson's for Beds or visit your local store. I love lights at Christmas. Warm candles, twinkling fairy lights, the gleam of the star on top of the tree, and the green festive glow of my local BP M&S food store. That's where I pick up my treats, like buy one, get one free on a range of scrumptious snacks. With amazing deals across the store and late opening hours throughout the season, light up your Christmas with BP. Every day, brighter. Offers end 4th of January 2022. T's and C's apply, subject to availability. See bp.co.uk slash latest offers. Lila the puppy loved to chase her tail. Until one day... Oh, dear. Luckily, Pets in a Pickle picked up the pieces, helping Lila back on her paws. The vase was less fortunate. For pet insurance policies as unique as they are, visit petsinapickle.co.uk. Leading Britain's conversation, LBC, with James O'Brien. <laughs> you should have signed this one. I don't buy the argument. I don't buy this argument of not following the rules because Johnson didn't. If we all followed his lead, James, the population of the UK would increase by about tenfold. I take your point, I do, um, but I don't know how conscious or unconscious it is. And this from Elliot is very powerful. And part of the reason why I, I, I just cautiously suggested I have some sympathy for the Prime Minister with the difficulty of the decision that he faces today. Uh, Elliot writes, my mum is in her late 70s and she has incurable cancer. I didn't see her last Christmas because we were following the rules. Not seeing her this year would shatter my heart. I must be allowed to see her because it could be her last Christmas. And that, that I think, is, is the... I mean, whether if he'd moved sooner, he could have avoided this, but the, but the situation we find ourselves in just... But look, I'll tell you what it is. I don't, I don't know why I'm overthinking it. There's nothing good he can say. That's the problem he's had from the very beginning, is he hates being the deliverer of bad news. But there is no good news in these contexts. You know, not, not this week. There was good news with vaccines. There, there, there is good news with boosters. We're going to hit a million, I think, a day this week, if we haven't already. But that, in the context of, of what we do to contain the, the coronavirus, to contain the Omicron variant, there's nothing good. He can't make an announcement that everyone's going to be cheering.
Because even if you want to lock down, you don't want to lock down, if you see what I mean. Even if you think it's the right thing to do, you don't relish or welcome it because it's rubbish. So the only time, I think, in the last couple of weeks where I've, I've bitten off a caller's head was the suggestion that I like lockdowns. Nobody likes lockdowns. You love lockdowns. No, they're awful. Absolutely awful. But concluding that they're necessary is a very, very different thing from, quote, loving them, end quote. 12.51 is the time. Julie's in Croydon. Julie, what would you like to say? Oh, hi. I'm a first-time caller. Welcome, Julie. Um, thank you. Um, I, I kind of have to agree with what you just said um, in terms of I don't, I don't envy the Prime Minister at yeah. all. Um, and it's something that uh, isn't... I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit... I, I do like Jane O'Brien. Um, I don't know how, how he works in, that office, in the LBC office. And, he, you know, he's got his... Boris Johnson's sister working as well. How can you discriminate the prime, her brother like you know the prime minister, Rachel Johnson? She lived them as well. She's actually lived them as well, and then she, she's um, playing Boris down over the over the radio. It's quite uh, quite amazing. I don't think he, I don't think he cares about other people's feelings in his office, quite frankly. But um, you know, I, I do like generally do like him. Um, does he have the right to put Boris down? He's made a couple of you know silly mistakes. There's a thing I'm reading now as well. I want to I want to bring this up because um, you know people like James O'Brien yourself. Um, you know you see something is a negative impact towards Boris, a negative impact towards Conservative Club, but they don't think past the nose. That's why I want to get that. COVID nineteen number ten says garden photo shows work meeting. And then everyone sees that and then before they've read the rest of the text, they think. Yeah, let's, let's, let's discriminate all over social media because we know we're right because we've seen it in the, in the newspaper. You do realise newspaper is propaganda. Read this, listen to this, listen to how it's read as well. The picture published by the Guardian newspaper was said to be taken in May 2020 during the first lockdown. It was said. So it doesn't mean it, it definitely was taken. It was said, you know. Looking for clear evidence. If you're going to, if you're going to commit someone with a crime, you need dates correct. It doesn't specifically say it definitely was taken. It was said to be taken. That doesn't mean that's not that's not meaning it was taken. It was said. So I could say that. You could say that. So why why is everyone believing that? Jumping to conclusions, trying to write off the you know party straight away because they don't think past their nose. A photo of Boris Johnson, his wife and 17 staff members in Downing Street Garden with bottles of wine and a cheese board shows them having a work meeting, number 10 has said. I get so many uh, critical idiots on Facebook, you know, usually the ones that are taking narcotics or off off their face on social media. You've got to ignore them. It's hard to, but you've got to ignore them. I think, I hate to be in your drink, I don't drink, but if I would drink, I'd hate to be in your drinking circle because you don't think past your, you know, you got eyes, you know, you got piss holes in the snow. Your eyes are piss holes in the snow, and then you want to put, you make a comment. These people don't deserve to be allowed on social media. They don't deserve to be allowed on social media. The Guardian, which published the image, says the gathering took place in May 2020 after a press conference held during the first lockdown. At the time, there were strict restrictions on mixing. Number ten said work meetings often took place outside during the summer months. Deputy Prime Minister Dominic Raib told BBC Breakfast, if you think how hard people in Downing Street are working under the pressure of the week, they sometimes have a drink 
and that's what happened in there. A Labour leader, Sir Kerstarmer, said it was a stretch to call a Gavin a work meeting, noting a contrast between the picture of the PM and the people who are under are unable to attend funerals at a time because of this lockdown. An investigation is currently taking place into the number of alleged parties within Downing Street in November and December last year. Meanwhile, ministers are meeting for a virtual cabinet at 2GMT and the reports are considering three different options for further COVID restrictions in light of the spread of the Omicron. The 15th of May photograph shows government of staff in Downing Street Garden following a news conference held by the Lynn Health Secretary, Matt Hancock, according to The Guardian. At that time, gatherings of more than two people were banned in outdoor public places in England. However, because the picture appears to show a private garden, that restriction would not apply. Later in the pandemic, gatherings were banned in private gardens too. At the time the photo was taken, people were not allowed to go, go out to work if it was not possible to work from home. But social distancing rules related that people from different households had to stay two metres apart if possible. Number 10 spokesperson said work meetings often take place in Danish, Danish Street Garden in the summer months. On this occasion, there were staff meetings following a number 10 press conference. They added Danish Street is the Prime Minister's home as well as his workplace. The Prime Minister's wife lives in number 10 and therefore also legitimately used the garden. There is a debate about what if any rules were being broken when this picture was taken at Downing Street Garden in May last year. This is from an analyst, Jonathan Blake, a political correspondent. Again, he has no, f um, he has no f facts. He has no proven facts that it was taken in May. But as, quite, uh, but as far as many people seeing this photo will be connected, the details don't matter. To those who were working hard at the time in difficult conditions or meticulously following the rules it won't look good awkward question for ministers are met with the defence that Downing Street is a place of work and colleagues were having a drink at the end of a long day may not be as damning for some as allegations of the party inside number 10 last Christmas or staff caught on camera laughing about it afterwards but it's been seized upon by Boris Johnson's political opponents as further evidence of their claim that it is one wall for those in charge and another for everybody else. Mr. Baib has argued the risk of coronavirus transmission among those present had been lowered because they were outdoors, saying it was clear it was against regulations. This is a workplace, and what we can see is consistent the rules that apply to workplaces. He also told BBC Radio 4 today he believed someone with an animus had been leaking details of goings on in Downing Street last year to the media in order to damage the government. The Labour's Sir Keir said everybody will have looked at a photograph and suggests it is a work meeting, a bit of a stretch by anyone's animus. Just look at a photo and ask yourself is it a work or social event? It is pretty obvious. Is it pretty obvious what date it was taken? Because the picture doesn't re uh, reveal what date it was taken. 
During that period, there were funerals where very few people could go and mourn the people who died. That's the contrast, that picture, up against pictures of those who have lost someone and not even been able to go to the funeral. The SNP Deputy Westminster Leader, Kirsten Oswald, has called for a judge-led inquiry to determine what happened. The judge is going to go, when is the fight taken? We're going by text reference. Not reference of the photo when it was taken. There's no proof of the day it was taken. Why have they only brought it out now? Why have they significantly only just said it now? Not at the time. You you know, I'm, you know the, the COVID was about at that time. We just said it there and then. Why leave it until all these other allegations are coming out? You'd bring the proof out there and then, wouldn't you? The Guardian pointed that out. In a news conference, on the same day as a photo, Mr Hancock has warned the public to stick to social distancing rules despite the warm weather. A spokesman, a spokesman for Mr Hancock said he left the building at 6.30 GMT after speaking to Mr Johnson in the garden, adding, there is no suggestion that Mr Hancock did anything wrong. Senior civil servant Sue Gray has been tasked with completing a, a review into a number of alleged gatherings inside government buildings in November and December 2020 against the walls at the time. She replaced the Cabinet Secretary Simon Case, who stepped down from the view after it was revealed he had broken. He had now known about a quiz held in his office. I'll go for this. 3rd November 2020, sources told the BBC were impromptu drinks to mark the exit of the former director of communications at number 10, Lee Kang. But it was his staff having drinks at their desks and was over by 8.30. 13th of November 2020, also day Dominic Cummings left as chief advisor of the PM. Source told the BBC several Downing Street staff members attended gathering with Carrie Johnson in the flat where the Prime Minister and his wife live above number 11 after exits. Source said music was blaring and could be heard elsewhere in the building, but others said to be at a party denied it took place, as did a spokeswoman for Miss Johnson. 20 November 2020, the Times reported Treasury officials held a drinks party in their office to celebrate Chancellor Richard Snack's spending review during the lockdown. The newspaper said that two dozen civil servants were understood to have attended the event, but a spokesman for the department insisted it was an impromptu event with a small number of staff who celebrated around their desks. 27 November, another number 10 aide, Cleo Watson left Downing Street marked by an event. Again, sources said it was formally organised but people were having drinks and, and Mr Johnson made a speech. I'm not going to go on, let's move on because it's getting like coherent repeat repeat of the same old stories anyway this trust replaced Lord Frost in post Brexit talks foreign sector this trust will replace Lord Frost as the UK's lead negotiator with the EU in post Brexit talks I think she's good at any any job significant job with any kind of talking job roles that is her that is her job she will retain her role as a foreign minister alongside the new post leading negotiation in the Northern Ireland Protocol. It follows the recognition of Lord Frost as Brexit Minister on Saturday. 
Emperor Chris Heaton Harris will become Minister of State for Europe, Dan Street has said. Mr Heaton Harris will be placed at the Transport Department by Wendy Morton, who was previously at the Foreign Office. Bill Frost resigned as Brexit Minister. Dory's asked the Mossack Group for praising the PM. Bill Frost, resignation, letter in full. Conservative MPs are split over the departure of Lord Frost. Who besides citing concerns about the current direction of travel of the government? The peer told Prime Minister he had concerns over COVID policy, urging him to avoid introducing coercive measures. Some Tory backbench MPs who shared Lil Frost's views described his exit as a disaster, but others in the party said it offered a chance to press the reset button in negotiations with the EU. So, like, yeah, but it's a bit of a blip for the Conservative Party, I man. Everyone's just trying to come up some any old information just trying to out them with their government but you know they can't put for one they can't just put the blame on a prime minister Some it's like a football game isn't it you can't you can't be on top of your game every week you're going to lose you're going to lose at some stage I mean Boris Johnson's having a hard moment like I said he's having a baby and all this is coming out around that time like he messed his notes up the other week don't they think maybe his wife's having Branson Hicks keeping him up all night he might be forgetting things while he's at work. Mistakes that happen, make mistakes that have to be made, and the guy is under a lot of stress of his newborn baby, being anxious, hoping the baby's gonna be come out alive, hoping his wife's gonna be alive at the end of the birth of the baby. It's a big, big worry, massive worry. Um, which it's no point me even explaining. People should know that. But being a no, you know, it's just ridiculous. A monster brief. This drugs has a lot of jobs. She's a former secretary. The Minister for Women and Equalities, and now the lead negotiator with the EU on the Northern Ireland Protocol. This is a monster brief. Particularly noteworthy, therefore, is the appointment of her deputy, Chris Heaton Harris, a former MEP who supported Leave in 2016. His presence may appease some Tory backbenchers who are particularly unhappy to see Lord Frost go. But will Liz Truss approach negotiation with the EU like her predecessor? It's early days, but I have heard initial suggestions that there won't be any radical departure on the policy. However, the UK's approach, Liz Truss, pre-trusts, were already softened in certain areas. A source close to the Foreign Office Secretary said, Liz and David are friends and come at things from the same direction, but Liz will put her own stamp on it and do it the Liz Truss way. But no matter how confident the Foreign Secretary may feel, She's inheriting a hard and politically sensitive task. Mistrust campaign for the Remain ahead of 2016 EU referendum saying continued membership of the EU was in Britain's economic interest. She has since said she would back Brexit in another referendum where to be held. Marcus Sefcovic, the EU's Leeds post-Brexit negotiator, said he will continue to cooperate with the UK in the same constructive spirit on all important tasks ahead, including the Protocol on Northern Ireland and Ireland. Northern Ireland Protocol has remained a sticking point since it was stuck between the EU and UK in 2019, with some business saying it makes it more difficult to send goods from Northern Ireland and Great Britain. In a statement on Friday, Lord Fred have recently talked over the gaps between the UK and EU. There has been some progress, but not as much and not so quickly as we have hoped. 
Labour Baroness Chapman said that Wilder congratulated Miss Truss on her appointment. The government must now stop their needless posturing and work to reach an agreement. Who is Liz Truss? Elizabeth Truss has become Foreign Secretary last reshuffle in September, replacing Dominic Raheem. Her rise to one of the great offices of state has been seeing her na navigate a fast track through Whitehall, Whitehall taking on her first government job just two years after the first being elected as MP for South West Norfolk in 2010. She began in the education department before moving to become Secretary of State for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs in 2014. She was Lord Chancellor and Justice Secretary in 2016, then Chief Secretary to the Treasury until 2019, when she became International Trade Secretary. In this role, Ms Truss helped the UK deliver a number of post-Brexit trade deals with the countries including Japan, Australia and New Zealand. Lord Frost's resignation came after a major by-election for the Conservatives losing a formerly safe seat of North Shropshire to the Liberal Democrats. In a resignation letter, Lord Frost spoke of a disagreement with tightened coronavirus restrictions. England that saw Mr Johnson undraw his best comments of rebellion so far. So, Essex Live, such a tragic morning today. Havage crash adorned mum tragically killed on an A120 crash on the way to work. She was killed on the way to work. The family of her adoring mum and healthcare assistant killed in a crash have paid a devastating tribute to her. Nicola Frost, 40, died in a crash at A120 near Harwich at around 6.45 on Saturday, December 11th, while on her way to work as a healthcare assistant. Nicholas family have now paid tribute to her as a loyal friend, supportive wife and adoring mother to her two children. In a statement, her family said on the morning of Saturday 11 December, a darling Nicola was tragically taken from us in a collision on the A120 whilst on her way to work. She was a devoted wife to Michael and a loving, adoring mum to her beloved Richard and Rihanna. Nicola was always there whenever anyone needed her as loyal and was a loyal and supportive friend to many. Nicola was passionate about her work as a healthcare assistant and to those that she lovingly cared for. Home was where Nicola's heart was for the, her, her children, where her life. She was extremely proud of her children's achievements and it continued to be her greatest legacy. She would be greatly missed by all and that privilege of knowing her. This is so close to home where I am, you know that. The family would like to thank everyone for their kind message and best wishes but would all like privacy to be respected at this tragic time. The A120 was closed for the majority of the new day while carried out investigations at the scene and did not reopen until approximately 3.30. I was going to um, share this on social media but I just see she wants the privacy to be kept so that's something unfortunately I can't share with um, social media. I like to share it to make people be vigilant around their driving you know, giving that a think first, think safety point. I suppose I could tag the article, but just not put the name. A 37-year-old man from Cambridgeshire was arrested on suspicion of causing death by Danish driving and driving while fit for drink and drugs following a crash. Essex police said he has since been released under investigation. Being a, like, you know, a reporter, you've really got to very, very, very carefully 
um, articulated how you word things to not upset the opposing uh, people. I'm not worried when it comes to like knife victims, like the the, the offenders. I'm not. I don't care about the offenders. You know that nigga be out of prison years. Kind of might have seen my article. Do I care? They're gonna get the time. They're gonna get a slap in the wrist. Hopefully, come out a better person. They shouldn't be picking up weapons. Um. Well, ladies and gents, it's that time. It's been that time of reading the modern society news articles. I'm going to just say thanks for coming. Enjoy your week. Hopefully I'll be back again tomorrow. I'm doing a bit of study this afternoon. Um, I'll be back on tomorrow. I really appreciate everyone coming through. Hoping um, to get enough time I can start speaking with the audience. But, you know, talking on the radio when there's not many callers all the time, it's um, it does get a bit... Gets a bit soul destroying. I'm trying to have a conversation with people, trying to engage with the audience sometimes, and it doesn't always go to protocol. But um, we'll give it a go tomorrow. Maybe we'll have some calls in tomorrow. Thank you, everyone, for joining the show. Proclamation News and Gatherings. Please subscribe. We're on YouTube, we're on Castbox, we're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, we're on Google Cast, Apple Cast. I think we've got uh, we've got your Facebook page, Proclamation News and Gatherings. You just put Proclamation News and Gatherings on. Google search and you'll find wherever we are. I just want to say thank you ever so much for tuning in today. It's been a wondrous morning, afternoon, <laughs> Monday afternoon. Take care, one love, God bless. Let's enjoy the festive season. If you're off work for Christmas, all the better. God bless, take care, one love, speak soon.